0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. So in this episode, it's going to be 100% beard talk. So I've had a beard on my face for about five years now. Actually, we're going on, I think we're going on six years. I'm not sure. Um, But it pretty much started back when I went to the movie theater and watched the movie to Django or Django whatever you want to call it and I saw Christoph waltz and I thought man this guy has a glorious beard and it wasn't just the beard it was the coloring of the beard it had like multiple colors and it just really stood out to me I thought this is this is something awesome and you know I've always been a guy that could never stay clean cut if you know, if I if I got onto a shaving regiment, I would lose it within probably like a week. Um so yeah, so I was never able to just stay clean cut. I always had to um I always had to work at being clean cut. So for me, it was very natural to have stubble and, you know, a little bit more than stubble. Um and, um, so yeah, Django came, da- came out, I watched the movie and I thought, I want to see what I can produce. Let's see what my face can grow. And, you know, I'd always dabbled in a beard here and there, you know, like a quarter inch, half inch. Um, and then I'd shave it off. Um, so I watched Django and then I started growing my beard. And I got to, I think I got to like two inches and it just, it became like this itchy nightmare. I was like, I can't do this. This is, this is insane. And one night out of frustration, I was like, I'm getting rid of it. So I shaved it off. And then I started growing it back again. Um, And... um, My beard always looked good, untamed, up to about one and a half inches. Once it got past one and a half inches, it started to get this sort of like, you know, mountainous look to it. Not in a good way. It was not in a good way. It was in a bad way. And around this time, I started driving for Uber. And so I'm picking up all different kinds of people, you know, Occasionally, you pick up a very attractive lady and, you know, you have conversations and whatnot. Um, and I still remember this one night. I, I picked up these two girls, one sat in the front seat, one sat in the back, and I was probably taking them like eh, five minutes, eight minutes down the road um, to the clubs downtown. And we're talking, you know, having very simple conversation and... We get to the destination, and the girl in the front seat, she turns to me, and she grabs my my beard, which was only like one and a half inches long, and she said, love this, never get rid of it. And I was like, oh, that was like the first time I realized that, that there was anything attractive about a beard. I mean, I knew there was attraction, but I never had experienced it. I didn't know... That it was something like that. So, in the back of my mind, as I'm growing my beard, I'm thinking, love this, never get rid of it. So, I get to like two inches, starts itching like crazy once again, shave it all off. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm not gonna be able to maintain a beard. I don't know what I'm doing. So, once again, grow it back. And I was probably right around the two inch mark, if not more at this point, when I had switched from Great Clips to um, Sport Clips. I had never been to Sport Clips, um, but one uh, uh, moved into Canby where I live. And I was like, oh, that's awesome because I was at Great Clips which they should change the name to Sucky Clips. Um, but I was at su- Sucky Clips, Great Clips. And um, the lady that was cutting my hair, she literally had clippers that had a broken wire and there were sparks flying out of the wire. And I'm thinking, am I going to die today? Like, holy shit, this is insane. So I paid the small amount of like $8 or something because they're always giving out discount coupons. I paid like $8 and I never went back again. I said, I'm going to try any place other than this place. And so I go into Sport Clips and I think the first time you go in there, you get a free VIP upgrade or something like that. So I go in there they cut my hair perfectly, they massage my head, they shampoo my hair, Um, and then I start talking to them about products. I'm like, yeah, I use a lot of products in my hair, you know, hair gel, hairspray, but I need to find some products for my beard. I'm trying to figure out, you know, I know I'm not supposed to put hair gel in my beard. I knew that. (laughs) I knew that was not... The thing to do but I didn't know what I'm supposed to put in it and she, the lady goes oh you should use Gibbs uh beard oil and I was like beard oil what there's oil for your beard what and she's like yeah you have to use beard oil like that's how you maintain a good beard and she told me all the benefits of it then she told me about the beard balm and then the beard wax so she basically just basically save my beard because I was literally days away from shaving it off from frustration. So I buy the balm and I buy the oil and I take it home and I start to apply it daily. And I started to notice a difference. I started to notice that it wasn't as stringy. It didn't shoot out of, the, of my face as much, my hair. And I was able to maintain it to a point where I felt like it looked good. It had a shine to it the hair follicles started to get, uh, the colors started to get more defined. And I thought, you know what, this is awesome. So I religiously applied this beard oil to my beard daily and started. it started to grow longer, got to two and a half inches, um, three inches. And, you know, along the way I'm constantly trimming it up a little bit here, doing some scissor action there. Um, you know, just trying to maintain a balance to the beard. At least that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, but then I, um, but then I needed, I needed a brush. I needed a way to, uh, comb it. Cause once it got to a certain length, it started to, uh, need more, more, um, more control. So I'm going to go to Amazon right now and I'm going to pull up the brush. Man, I ordered this thing forever ago. There it is. Wow. You got to love Amazon. (laughs) No matter what you buy, it's always still there. Okay. Let's pull this bad boy up. Okay. It's called a military style brush. By R.S. Stein. Oh, that's hilarious. S-T-E-I-N. Wow. Oh, my gosh. There's a military-style brush below mine. That's $116. Man. Anyways. So, I go to Amazon. I type in beard brush. This comes up. Um, Oh, this is hilarious. Oh, I have the date June 25th, 2016. Wow. Wow. That's wild. So that must've been a year into my beard. Yeah. I think that was one year in I bought this, um, cause I started growing my beard in 2015. Yeah. So we're coming up on five years. Um, wow. That's awesome. That is so cool. Okay. So, go on Amazon, type in beard brush, pull this up. And, um, and then I, I started noticing that they had boar's hair. So boar's hair is basically a wild pig. So wild pig grows hair all over its body. Um, actually fun fact, uh, domesticated, uh, pig can be set out in the wild and within weeks Will turn into a wild boar, yeah, that's insane. But anyways, um, so this has pure boar bristles. Um, You would probably ask yourself, why would you need boar's hair? Well, you need boar's hair because it's the strongest bristle that you can get. So when you're dealing with beard, you need to have strong bristles because your beard can get all tangled and get all weird. So you need to have that. So this has basically one boar's hair to, I'd say 20, um, synthetic hairs. Um, so it's a very good brush. You can get straight down to your skin, scrape off all the dead skin from your face as you brush. Um, but yeah, so I buy this and then I do a little research and they say that you're supposed to oil up the beard really good and then brush it with the boar's hair to, um, transfer all the oil throughout the beard evenly. That way you don't have like little pockets of, of oil. Um, cause you just, you don't want that. Um, so now I'm oiling and brushing the beard religiously every single day. And this allowed me to shape it. So I started to shape the beard in, in a way that I liked. I wanted it to be straight down and I wanted it to be kind of boxy. I I always looked at the round beards where they just kind of like shoot out of your face. And I thought, I always thought that's not for me. I can't do that. I don't want a round face. I've always avoided a round face. I want a lean face, Um, which is not always easy to do. Um, But yeah, so I I go on Amazon, I buy this. And now I'm rocking, you know, now I'm rocking and I'm still using the Gibbs. But then I started to notice that the Gibbs oil, A, was becoming very expensive. And B, um, I was going through it really, really fast. I was like, oh my. And it was, it wasn't doing as much to the longer beard. So I go back onto Amazon and I type in beard oil. And I had been buying Gibbs from Amazon because it's way cheaper than buying it from Sport Clips. So I go into Amazon and I type in beard oil. Now let me go back. I got to go back to the very first. Okay, so here we go. So the last order of Gibbs was November 29th. So several months after I bought the beard, oil, beard brush. Um, November twenty twenty sixteen. That was the last order of Gibbs that I ever bought. Then February. Oh, that's weird. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> February twenty eighth, twenty seventeen. I thought it was a year later. Was not a year later. Um. So then February, uh, twenty seventeen. I buy my first beard oil. So I bought a kit. Let's see what the kit is. So it's beard oil, beard balm. Um, Let me see. And I think it came with, no, it was just beard oil and beard balm. So, and this is by what company, um, pure body naturals. So this was my first venture away from Gibbs. Um, and I was very happy with it. What I noticed with Gibbs was the viscosity of the oil was not enough to tame a big beard. So by this point, I had, I would say, probably three and a half to four inch beard. And like I said, I was trimming it up. So every time you trim it, it keeps growing, obviously. And it gets a little bit thicker and a little bit thicker um, until your hair follicle gets to its you know, f- full thickness. Um, and so I bought the, the oil, bought the bomb and I started to oil and bomb the beard and I really liked it. I thought this is working. This is great. So I used this oil for quite a while. Um, let me see. Yeah, I used it until April 24th and then I went to another oil because it was cheaper. I didn't, I wasn't using the bomb as much. I, I didn't like the bomb because what would happen is your beard would become like kind of waxy because my belief of a, what a bomb is, it's a wax and oil mixed. That's my theory. I've never looked it up. Don't really care. So I didn't want the bomb, and the company, I think they only sold the, the set. So it was like you had to buy the two, something like that. So I go back to Amazon, type in beard oil, find it seems like every few months you end up with a new product that is Amazon recommended Amazon bestseller. So April 24th, 2017, I open up Amazon and smooth Viking beard oil was the number one bestseller. And, um, so I click on it. Price is right. I think it was, you know, cheaper than, it was definitely cheaper than the other one. So I buy that and I liked it, but I didn't like it. It it was good, but I, it just wasn't, it wasn't right. Um, I think it had a fragrance to it and my skin just kind of didn't like it. So that was April 24th, 2017. Then June 29th, 2017 was the last time I bought it. So I bought it twice, two ounce bottles. Then I come up to December 2nd, um, 2017. And I go back to Amazon and I type in beard oil. And sure enough, a new company has arised and it's cheaper. And it's called Honest Amish. and I thought, you know, the Amish, they're really they're really good about products. Everything they do is very solid and it, it just works. So December 2nd, 2017, I buy uh, two bottles of this product and I liked it. I liked it, but it also had a fragrance to it. And I thought, I don't like the fragrance. And it had like a yellowy orange hue to it. And I noticed that it was changing the color of my hair follicle. So as you buy beard oil, you will learn what oil works the best for your beard. Obviously, if you have a black beard, you're you're golden. I don't have a black beard. I have a a tan to brown beard. Um, Some of the neck hairs are a little darker than that. But I didn't like how it was affecting the color of my beard. So then um, in March, uh, March 12th, 2018, um, I go back on Amazon, I type in beard oil again and I get the beard oil bestseller and that is, what company is it? All natural, unscented, organic um, beard oil. So the unscented was very enticing because like I said, my skin was getting irritated by the scent. And then the fact that it was organic, I didn't really care about at the time. Um, Oh yeah, this is by Viking Revolution. So I buy the Viking Revolution and it's a clear oil. I'm like, okay, I apply it to my uh, beard, makes my beard look great. It actually brought out the natural colors in the beard which i was blown away by i was like whoa this is awesome so um so so march 12 2018 by the viking revolution and then may 15th 2018 i learn about you know sanitation and beards being you know whatever there was a there was a hit piece done on beards i don't know if you guys ever read that article but it was basically like you're beard is dirtier than your dog. And I was like, Oh no, this is not going to be good for any bearded man who's dating anyone or trying to date or hook up with anyone. So, so I go, go on Amazon, I type in, um, beard shampoo and sure enough, Viking revolution has a uh, has a set. It's called um, beard wash, beard conditioner. I'm like, boom, sold. Buying it. Price was right, you know. So I buy that stuff. And man, that this when I tell you this stuff is amazing. Ooh, it is truly amazing. So first thing I noticed was I had years of oil like caked into my beard, not in a dirty, gross sense, but like in a sense where the hair follicles were all like slightly colored by the, the beard oil from the past few years. So when I'd used the shampoo for the first time, my beard completely, first of all, it it felt like it lost 10 pounds. (laughs) Second of all, it started to shine with this natural shine that I'd never seen before. And it was very fluffy. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So that was using the shampoo or the beard wash, sorry, and the beard conditioner on the same rinse and whatever. And so I didn't even oil it for like two days or something. I was like, this is unbelievable. Um, And so now I use that, you know, I think I use it probably – uh twice a month try twice a month um because you really don't need it that much um but you do it's kind of like when you um when you do a deep wash on your car you try to strip all the wax off and then you apply a fresh coat of wax onto a clean paint because you never want to apply wax onto a dirty car or onto a car with old wax on it because then you'll have an inconsistency in the, in the paint. So anyways, so that's kind of how I look at my beard. I strip it down to a clean surface and then I reapply the oil. Um, okay. So let's keep going. So that's, uh, May 15th, 2018. So then Also, yeah, okay. So, also in May, I decided to buy another uh, thing of the beard oil. And then in August 2018, uh, yeah, August 17th, 2018, Viking Revolution came out with a beard oil conditioner. Yeah. I was like, what? Beard oil conditioner? Holy snaps. So, I snagged that up really fast. And,. I was kind of blown away. I was kind of blown away. The only thing I didn't like was it had a sage scent. I think I still have some of this stuff because I stopped using it. I didn't like the smell. Um, And I think my skin kind of freaked out. It just didn't like it. So the hair follicles definitely felt softer. It was definitely more conditioned. But yeah, uh, skin did not like it. So then August 12th, 2018, bought another Viking Revolution, and then I bought another Viking Revolution in March 11th, 2019. Now, between August 12th and March 11th, um, 2019, my skin started to become super flaky. I started to get beard drift. And... Basically, what beard drift is, it's it's a natural thing that happens because your your skin on your face sheds every so often. Like it's I don't know if it's three every three months, but basically, people who shave all the time are constantly shaving off the dead skin cells and um, don't have to worry about this. But also, if you moisturize your face, you don't have to worry about this either. But when you have a beard that covers more than half your face, like mine does, um, your your skin builds up this dead the dead skin, and then it goes into the beard, and then it can become very itchy. And especially in in the winter time, also it could be your diet that affects your your skin more than others. I don't know what it was, but all I know is I was getting it like crazy. Face was getting itchy. Um, I was still applying beard oil constantly, uh, still using the beard wash and conditioner. Um, but I was, I was just not happy. Like I was itching like crazy. So then July 19th, 2019, I go back on Amazon and I type in beard oil and sure enough, there's a new company. It's called Cremo C-R-E-M-O. So Cremo was... Once again, number one, bestseller, and the price was cheaper. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm buying this one. So I bought that, and I started to apply beard oil less. So remember I was saying I was religious every day? Well, now I've backed off. Now I do eh, maybe twice a week. So I'm trying to really allow my skin on my face to breathe and not be covered in beard oil because, you know, you can apply too much and it'll get on your skin. And then if your skin's sensitive like mine, then you can, it can get irritated. Um, and someone was telling me there's some kind of, um, uh, skin moisturizer that's designed for people with beards and you're supposed to put it on your face. I never really looked into that, but I've always thought I should. Um, I probably will after this. Episode. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's the last beard oil I bought. I'm still using it, still using my boar's hair brush all these years later. It has not died. Um, but the beard, the beard is right now, it's probably, I'd say, six inches long. And I cannot cut it. I can't even shorten it. I can, I can shorten the, the length of the, of it probably like three inches, maybe four inches, but there's a weird thing that happens when you grow your beard big. And I remember the moment that I wanted to grow my beard big was when I was driving for Uber And I picked up this guy and his wife or his girlfriend, and he had a glorious big beard. It wasn't like, like, you know, freakishly big. It was perfectly big. Like it was, it it just looked awesome. And I complimented him as I did to anyone who had a beard. Um, or if someone had a beard, they compliment me. But, um, but yeah, I saw that and I thought I'm going, I'm going that big. And so I did. And then the way I the way I grew my beard big was very simple. I just stopped cutting it. Like I used to, like I said, I used to trim it up with scissors here and there. And that can become uh, somewhat of an addictive process where you're doing it too much. So I literally just said, okay, not touching it. I'm gonna let it grow as it grows. And surprisingly enough, if you just don't touch your beard, it grows into a natural shape that looks good. I mean, I think some people like I did think you, you shape it into the shape you want. No, just don't trim your face and you'll have a big beard. As long as you oil it and clean it, it's going to be a great beard. Um, but But yeah, so I've, I've gone, I've gone big and it's very hard to go back to a small beard, even though I had so many compliments about my, you know, three inch beard. There were, everyone was like, you know, I was, I, I'm pretty sure I was getting more compliments back then because once you go big, you stop getting the every man compliment and you start getting the random compliment. Um, A lot of guys will compliment your beard. Um, and occasionally you'll have, you know, some, some female that's very into beards and obviously she's not going to say that, but you know, she, she will immediately call out a great beard. Um, but yeah, so there's this weird thing where you're my, uh, maybe it's just me. I don't know. My brain is literally like, we can't go back. (laughs) We've gone this far. We're not going back and the problem is is that um next year in october or november um my fiance and i are getting married so i'm almost positive i'm going to be trimming this beard down for the the monkey suit or or whatever you want to call it that i have to put on um but i don't know <laughs> it's one of those things where you know like when I first started growing my beard um and it would get itchy and then I'd shave it off, I'm, I'm back to that point where I'm, it's not itchy, but I'm like, do I even want this anymore? You know, it's almost been, it's almost been five years and I'm just like, is this something that I still want on my face? But I don't know, a beard is, it's hard to quit. It really is. It's a very difficult thing to quit. And I think for me personally, um, my beard became my wingman. So, you know, over the over the five years, I dated a lot. I, I did the whole Tinder thing and the Bumble thing and, you know, uh, all the online dating. Um, and I met some amazing people, had amazing nights, you know, just really really lived it up I, I was all about the the nightlife you know going out getting drinks and partying and you know just having a having a good time and meeting new people you know I love that and when you have a big beard on your face you're not just some small statured guy you're you're this guy with a big beard and it it, it changes the way people perceive you it's it's a complete mindfuck, you know? Um, and I started to, you know, uh, wear the, the converse because, well, the converse were great for, uh, fashion, but then they were also great for, for driving. I drove so much that I needed shoes that, um, didn't, uh, didn't create pain in my legs while I was driving. So I got the converse, which anyone who wears converse or sees someone with converse on, you're like, there's a part of you that's like that dude's cool. Like it doesn't matter who they are. You see them with Converse or even even old school Vans. You're like there's something about someone who puts those on and goes out that you feel this sense of like this is a good guy. So I had the Converse um wore pretty much all Levi's top to bottom because I found that Levi's fit me. I, so I would literally wear like a Canadian tuxedo, which I didn't know that's what it was at the time. Um, you know, bought the skinny, uh, Levi's jeans and then bought the, uh, button up, uh, Levi's, uh, long sleeve shirt. And then I'd wear like, you know, Hanes, um, t-shirts or whatever. I'd buy like a cheap five pack for eight bucks or something. Um, so I created my own style. I created my own look. I had my big beard. I was going on dates, having fun with ladies and um, living the the nightlife. you know I worked all night and when I wasn't working all night I was partying all night and so the beard was needed. it was a tool it was a it was a way in the door. It was a way for me to And of course, at the time, I didn't think this, this wasn't a thought process, but looking back, I realized what the beard meant to me at the time. And yeah, so it, it, it served its purpose. It did its job, but now I've met my fiance. I now have a almost 10 month old baby boy and I'm having a completely different need or necessity for the beard, and that simply is the fact that my son, if he sees me without my beard, he may freak out and go, where is daddy? (laughs) This is not my dad. So I can go shorter, but I cannot trim it off until this is a three-year-old child or a, a talking two year old that I can explain stuff to, and and hopefully he, you know, or I could take him with me while I get my beard trimmed. I don't know, but yeah, now I have a completely different reason to keep the beard. Plus, a, a bearded man has always been equated to a good father, so or at least that's what I've heard. So, and then then on top of all that, my fiance has never seen me without a beard. So. <laughs> So when I say this beard is not going anywhere, it's not going anywhere. Um, And I think the longest I had it, uh, let's see, I was at the Grand Canyon two years ago, and I think that might have been the longest. I think it was about eight inches long, Uh, maybe longer. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I often think my beard is way smaller than it really is because the way I perceive it is different than the way it looks in photos or people see it. So it could have been longer, um, but yeah, so now, now I'm at the point where, you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm raising a child, I'm, you know, building a family and I, I still drive, uh, people around. I do it for a lift now and, and I pick up people and they're like, Hey, you know, that's an awesome beard, you know? And they start asking me questions. And they're the questions I've heard for the past five years. Like, literally, I feel like a broken record sometimes. And the problem with talking about beards is it becomes like a trap. (laughs) The moment you start talking about them, that's all you talk about. The whole conversation is beard talk. And because they have questions, you have more answers than they probably want. And, um, and I don't know, lately I've been like, maybe I'm just tired or maybe this is just getting redundant, you know? So I don't know. I mean, I never, I never chased the beard as a fashion sense. And the, the cool thing about a big beard is that when someone sees it, they know you didn't just grow that to fit in with a trend that's happening this month. Like that's the thing about a big beard is like, That thing was started years ago, you know, unless you have, some people have freakishly fast hair growth, which I'm always jealous of. Um, I met a guy that can grow like a three foot beard in nine months or something like that, or no, not nine months, sorry, three years, um, three years. Um, I couldn't grow a three foot beard in, in 10 years. Like it just wouldn't happen. At least I don't think it would. Um, cause I think there's like a, some people have like a max length or a max growth. I don't know, but anyways, so that is my beard talk of the day. No, that's probably my beard talk of the year, <laughs> but anyways, once again, I thank you so much for lending me your ears and I will catch you guys in the next one. Oh wait, you're still there? Okay, I just want to talk about my Patreon page. So I now have a Patreon page, which is in my Anchor notes. You can click on it, it'll take you to my page. And if you want to sponsor and support this podcast, I would I would love you dearly. I would love you hard. I would love you fast. I would love you slow. I would love everything about your support. Um, you can also go through anchor and support this podcast. And if you're a sponsor of uh, a product, let me know, I would love to do an ad for you. All right. That's all. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye.